Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another jaw-dropping, thrilling, and expensive episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Yes, we emptied out all of our pockets for this one, because hopefully there's no copyrights or DMCAs, but hey, we have the backup plans. We're all good to go. Matt, how are you today? How are things with you? How is your wallets feeling? Uh, wallets feeling a little slow, uh, a little light. Well, like, uh, you know, payday today. So, so uh, payday's payday's the best day of the week. You're, it's funny, Jenna's on an opposite payday schedule versus me, and now you are on an opposite payday schedule versus Mm. me. So, it's, 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 I mean, hey, the good news is, is that when I get paid, that's good for me. When Jenna gets paid, that's good for her. And when you get paid, that's good for you too. And we're all getting paid now. So that's, that's good. It's better than unemployment. Yeah, unemployment did suck. Um, yeah, payday's payday's great, but other than that, life is good. Uh, just keep on keeping on. Um, like we said before the show, uh, first ever Sunday recording in funny business <laughs> history. So first ever weekend recording, which is interesting at two o'clock in the afternoon. Calls for a good old twisted tea, good old uh, diet Pepsi. Uh, if you, it, dude, it's anybody, uh, I drank a lot. <laughs> this week. That, that's true. bad. That, that is well, bad. <laughs> well, it was a Tuesday. No. <laughs> I look down at, I have a, a recycling bin next to my desk because most of the time when I'm at home, my, my most leisure is around my desk. And I look down and I see all of the beer cans that were there on Tuesday. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't think I should drink again this week. <laughs> so I don't have a problem. No, I'm okay. Not at all. Nope. Nope. Just throw in a water just, here and there. You'll just, be fine. Right. Yeah. Yep. And dude, the the older we get, and I'm and, I, and I'm sure you feel like this because you had a fun night Friday night. We're kind of getting old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hangovers aren't worth it when you after you turn like 23, um, especially when you're 25. It's really not worth it. <laughs> um, just just casual drinks here and there. That's really the way to go. Once in a while, you can go all out. But yeah. we can't we can't drink like we used to. No, we really can't. We really, really can't. So, <laughs> coming off the episode, we debated beer or liquor. But yeah, well, hey, it's a uh, it's a topic of the century, and uh, we got some interesting topics of the centuries uh, coming through in today's episode. So make sure you stick around for that. Uh, today, Matt, we're gonna hop over to your favorite platform on social media, the tweets, the Twitter, Twitter. the Twitter. Uh, Matt, have you used fleets before? I think I did the one time when we first talked about it. Um, I think we put po- like I posted one as we were recording, and I think you did. That was about it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I that. That was my <laughs> one and only fleet. So Matt, I don't know how upset you're going to be, but last week they just announced that fleets will now disappear on August third for good. Uh, they were posting the blog post. Uh, Twitter's head of product, uh, Ilya Brown, uh, said it was built to be for a, quote, lower-pressure, passive way for people to share their fleeting thoughts, uh, especially for new users to use the platform. Uh, Matt, since you are the, quote, uh, I guess, I don't want to say expert, but the most favorite of platforms between us on Twitter, um, I'm going to let you have the floor and, and just talk about your thoughts about fleets and what are your thoughts for this. Uh, RIP and peace. Uh, they will not be missed. Really won't be missed. I think we said this when they first came out that it was kind of a weird mix because we already had Instagram stories and they kind of took over Snapchat 
and like Facebook stories didn't work out too well. And I don't really think anyone really thought this was going to be super successful. And to be honest, Mike, I don't know about you, but I would have like four or five people consistently use tweets or fleets on, mm -hmm. on my Twitter feed. Like I didn't see a whole lot of people using them. And like the people I did see, it was either just reposting their tweets or like posting the same stuff that they would post on their Instagram stories. And I, I, I find it hard to believe that people were getting, well, obviously they weren't getting more views on their fleets than their Instagram stories because fleets is going away. So I'm not too upset about it. And the thing with Twitter and the thing that I love, why I love Twitter, it's perfect. It's literally <laughs> perfect. Like not saying that it's the perfect social media, but Twitter itself has mastered Twitter. Like, there's really nothing else that you can add that's going to make it better. Anything else you're going to add is just going to take away from the greatness of Twitter. The greatness of Twitter is, you know, just getting random fights with people on the internet. Not that I do it that much. Uh, I actually got in a conversation with the Suns guy yesterday. Saw like, that. He, yeah, he was, like, joking, like, is this the biggest game in franchise history and i quote tweeted i was like oh you think and he he literally responded like yeah i'm just looking for likes i was like hey you do you that's the greatness of twitter you can be stupid and you can get like 200 likes on a tweet um the funny remarks like that's what makes twitter twitter that's what makes it great we don't need to keep adding things to it because it's it's the short posts it's just words sometimes photos sometimes video it's perfect we don't need to do anything to it they tried fleets i don't know what they're going to try going forward but I, I, you know, I, I think Twitter just, it, it is, it's it, the way it is right now. I don't think it's going to get better than this. It, it, it's funny how you say, uh, you know, they they tried it. I think Matt, what we have been seeing, uh, is we've been seeing more of a universal look across all platforms. Uh, I remember when we were talking about fleets at the time. Uh, we were talking about how, you know, Snapchat was the originator of these disappearing uh, pictures, images, videos. And then Instagram hopped on it. And then, of course, Facebook, of course, transitioned over it. And then we saw Twitter with their fleets. And then all of a sudden we saw LinkedIn with LinkedIn stories. Uh, you know, Matt, I... I, I am a proponent of, of, of particular platforms itself, like how Facebook allows you to do uh, live video. Um, and then we tried seeing all those other platforms trying to use live video too. And it's not as great, if not, it's not as user friendly as Facebook's live. I mean, you go to an Instagram live, you are practically locked into an Instagram live for the time being. You can't go out and scroll more. I can hop on a, a Facebook live video minimize it and i can scroll through facebook still um you know fleets what you know they were saying was that they're they're trying to give other people opportunity to have fleeting thoughts but wasn't twitter meant for thoughts and like it's almost contradictory like oh we want more people an opportunity to have those you know thoughts to be temporary but wasn't twitter meant to be the temporary thoughts like oh i'm eating breakfast oh i'm going to the mall oh i'm doing this oh i'm doing that now that was for facebook's account too but twitter more so had the platform and more so the structure to have those thoughts and like you were saying matt you're sharing a lot of thoughts with other people but yeah, you're interacting with those thoughts as well yeah twitter's just it's the place you go to say dumb shit 
And like, it's okay to say that dumb shit. Like, I, I'm going to look up some of my old tweets because sometimes I do tweet like just <laughs> random stuff. Um, it might take me a while. I think the one time I tweeted like pistachios are such an underrated snack. Like, you can't post that on Instagram. You can't post that on Facebook. Well, you may be able to post that on Facebook. But, like, if you post that on Instagram, I, I would get, like, zero... I would lose all my followers. Like, you can't do that. Like, Twitter... Twitter is special because it's so unique. Like, it's just... Most of the time, it's just words. And I hate reading. And I love reading tweets. Mm-hmm. Like, Twitter has made me love reading, like, one, two-word sentences. It's fantastic. It's it's so unique, and I think that's why people like it because sometimes I, we see people well, they'll post the same thing on Instagram to Facebook, or uh, they'll post uh, something they'd post on LinkedIn. Maybe they'll post on their Facebook. Sometimes Twitter's kind of like, unique. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I'll do it too. But Twitter's so unique because you can just post whatever you want, and it, you know, there's a there's people on Twitter that will agree with it, and there's people on Twitter that won't, and it's just. It's like a perfect mesh. Now, sometimes does Twitter suck when everyone starts yelling at each other about stuff? Yeah, but every social media platform sucks. Sucks sometimes, and it's it's just it's just so different. Yeah. Now you were saying, Matt, you saw a couple people who were using fleets. Um, you know, those who were using the fleet feature, say that five times fast, uh, were already tweeting to amplify their own tweets and talk directly with others. Uh, while the goal was to engage users who don't like to tweet or maybe aren't as concerned about how many retweets or likes they get per se, but they casually share their thoughts on the social platform that, well, at times can be brutal. I, I still find this statement a little contradictory because if you didn't care, why wouldn't you just not? Why, why wouldn't you just post it? Like, why, why wouldn't you just tweet it? Like you said, putting some random tweets out. And if you really don't care about the retweets or likes you get, so then why, why, are, why, then why are you on the platform? <laughs> Let's right. just call that out. Why are you on the platform then? Because, yes, I get it. Some people, it's a form of source of news. It's a form of source of getting people together. You know, back in the day when I was in, we were in college, as 20 years ago, as it sounds like, um, you know, you cared about those likes. You cared about getting that 100th like. You cared about getting all those comments. Now, to me, it's like, I just want to show off what I want to do. Like, I've been doing a lot more. I mean, I know this is kind of pedestal, but like, I've been doing a lot more posting of just like behind the scenes of my actual work. I've been posting some things of, you know, behind the scenes of me screwing up. All these extra things that I never thought I would post back in college, I'm, I'm now posting now. Um, Matt, you find it funny you were saying about how Twitter's the perfect platform. This isn't the only feature that Twitter has gone away with since. Um, are you able to share with me some, some uh, platform features with Twitter that have gone away since its inception? Uh, Periscope. Right. Yeah. So Twitter has been known for uh, a pattern of taking the best assets of a feature and integrating it into the overall product. Um, The hype over Twitter moments, curated stories about what's happening around the world. Uh, And that was in 2015. It was later morphed into the Explore tab. Uh, And then, like you said, there was Periscope, which was Twitter's version of of video live streaming it got shut down in march but as of as overall it is part of twitter's functionality you can live stream but it's not a separate app anymore uh and matt even too, vine twitter bought vine yeah and they discontinued vine so these things are becoming it's it's a theme 
And you would never thought that this would be a theme for, for a platform. And what's also crazy is that Twitter seems to be the most, I don't want to say public, but the, the I guess I'll say public, like the most public in its changes. Like we see Facebook, Facebook got away with the pokes and the um, those, you know, used to like pages back in the day. Matt, I know this is all very French to you because you didn't have social media until you hit college. Um, you know, it had uh, all these pages that you used to like that that just were phrases or things that you just had interest of. And then it later turned into Facebook pages where like it had to be a legitimate thing. Um you know, Instagram. I don't I don't think that we've seen much change with Instagram as much besides the changes that have stayed. Um, we're now seeing a lot of shopping products coming in with Instagram. Uh, Matt, I, I'm I'm literally taking a, a picture a day on my story because now they're giving people the opportunity to add links to their Instagram stories, uh, which is sort of a nod to like Snapchat again. Uh, but you weren't allowed to have the swipe up feature or obviously the link to your story unless you had 10,000 followers for a swipe up feature. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, I feel like Twitter is just kind of making changes like they do with the app, short, sweet, to the point, which is I'm kind of okay with. Um, I'm trying to find some of my, my old tweets that just show like the example of Twitter. Uh, by the way, I have just been tweeting about the Suns nonstop, so apologies to anyone who follows me. Uh, <laughs> this one's just practice your free throw, kids. So that could be about Ben Simmons or Giannis, I don't know. Um, what did I tweet the other week? When I was in Dallas, uh, last time I saw you, I tweeted. I just, uh, just found it. Where is it? Um, oh, Dallas potholes. Dallas PA potholes are a different breed. Can't post that on, on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and you know what else is cool about Twitter? You can talk about something like, like I posted, uh, when the Suns were playing the Clippers, I posted, uh, when DeMarcus Cousins tried that missed free throw and it was like awful. I just tweeted like LOL boogie in all caps and like emojis, but everyone knew what I was talking about. Like if you were watching the game, that's what's cool about Twitter. When you're watching a live event, like when when I watch a sporting event, like I can enjoy the sporting event, and I also enjoy scrolling through Twitter during big events, if it's the Oscars or anything, and you can like get live updates like on Twitter, and that makes the experience like that much more better, which is something you can't really get on Facebook and Instagram, I think. Agreed. Uh, it is it is very easy to have a community based conversation over Twitter than it is amongst the other platforms. Yeah, it's Space, uh Spaces. Twitter Spaces. Yes. That, yes. okay. I, I, I like that a lot. I'm a big so that, fan of that. I've tuned so in that, with you. That is a, uh, a nod of taking uh, Clubhouse. Um, Clubhouse is an mm-hmm. app that, so it's the same exact format as Clubhouse, but now it's Twitter. Uh, Matt, I feel like to, to end uh, our fleets and say goodbye, I have two tweets that were way back when that I will share with you. Um, Number one, let's get professional. And number two, ravioli, ravioli, give me the formulae. That's not another. I, I might be able to guess what day of the week those were tweeted on. <laughs> could, you, could you guess who said those uh, fabulous quotes? <laughs> not off the top of my head. That I, yeah. I have to take some thinking. Yeah, dang. Must have been a wise man for sure. Uh, anywho, sure anywho, goodbye, fleets. We won't miss you. No, not at all. (laughs) 
Well, speaking of conversations and controversy, Matt, there is a lot of heck, dickness, a lot of heck going on in the world of food. Uh, Matt, as hilarious as it is, we were talking about Joey Chestnut a couple weeks ago and some eating competitions. There is a brand that has come up and is now thrown down the hammer as far as this controversy. Uh, Matt, you know the popular Heinz Field yep. where the Steelers play. Heinz, yep. we all know, popular ketchup, probably a staple to America. Uh, Matt, they decided that enough is enough. They want to end this anguish. What, they, what anguish? Well, they put out a change.org petition. It has a goal of 35,000 signatures. It already has over 28,000 signatures. Matt, what they want to do, and this is a quote by Heinz Associate Director of Brand Building and Innovation, says, I'm nervous. We've seen our fans through social media express their outage about the bun-to-hot-dog ratio issue for years, and we know there must be a better way. So they are petitioning to get the same amount of hot dogs packaged with the same amount of buns, so that way you never have an odd number of buns or an odd number of hot dogs. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you, Hines. Thank you. Congratulations. I mean, this is like a no-brainer. I mean, this is... How is this even allowed? To go on for years and years and years. I mean, it just makes sense. Why would you buy an eight pack of hot dogs and a ten pack of hot dog buns? Like, who came up with that idea? It is it is crazy to think how we have put a man on the moon, and yet we have not had the same amount of buns and same amount of hot dogs in packages together. It's a, it's upsetting. It, it really is upsetting. You're at a grill, you know. You're grilling, you know. Good old dad with the apron, if that's your thing the big spatula, or the big tongs, and you're just there cooking the dogs because you, you know you have a big party, so you got, and you have to get two freaking buns, packages of buns, because there's not an even amount enough for your whole entire party when you could just buy a regular amount of hot dogs, eight hot dogs, eight buns, and you're going, okay, let's do it. It is, it is very upsetting that we still have not figured out that innovation. And... It's not like people eat hot dogs without a bun. Like, I'll under, once in a while, I'll eat a hamburger without a bun. Like, I'll just eat it with, like, fork. Right. That's, that's kind of normal. Uh, m- I, most of the time, I eat a cheeseburger with bun. But hot dog, I'm not going to sit there and cut up a hot dog with a fork and knife. You just have a that's, wiener that's, just rolling I'm, around. Yeah, I'm not five years old. Like, I don't need to mix it with, I don't need to cut it up. And who I, wants I want to it with hold, a bun. Who wants to hold a hot dog with their hands anyway? Yeah. Like, no one. It's, it's meant to be held. <laughs> and it's different because uh, if you're eating a burger, the ketchup will stay on top. The tomato will stay on top. The hot dog, if you put like ketchup, must I, I like mine with spicy brown yellow mustard. or Sorry, spicy brown mustard and a little chili. That's not going to stay on the hot dog. You need a bun to eat a hot need dog. A bun. Need a bun. So wh- who the hell thought it was a good idea to, to put uh, mess up the ratio of hot dog to hot dog buns? This is this is the most American news story that has come out in the past fifteen years. <laughs> fact check it. You can't you can't prove me wrong. <laughs> and honestly, this would have twenty eight million signatures. Every single person in America, if you eat a hot dog, you should sign this. I'm going to sign this after this podcast. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. 
um matt so while while we are while we are all angry um i decided to do a little research so this was all on usatoday.com both the fleets and um the national hot dog day or should i say the the hot dog crisis um matt it was started uh, the petition was started on national hot dog day um apparently july is just national hot dog month there's also like some sort of uh not altercation, but there's some summer form of National Hot Dog Month. And I guess apparently July fits under that category, which is very makes fitting. Sense. Yeah. Jul- makes sense. Fourth of July, you're yep. out more camping, barbecues, grillings. Yep. Yes. Makes a lot of sense. So, Matt, to, to kind of shed light into why this is happening, um, the hot dog to bun ratio in America is a result of manufacturing, according to, and I can't believe I'm going to say this on the podcast, the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Boy, put that on your resume. <laughs> Did you, how many people on that council do you think are named Frank? Frank. <laughs> maybe, maybe I could do a quick Google search and see if, there, if there's actually the, um, if there's a uh, quick, uh, wow, they're the, the NHDSC. Oh my god! Would gosh. be funny they if like the a, CEO. They have a website. <laughs> it would be funny if like the CEO's name like had to be Frank. Like oh, the requirement is like what is his name? His president, the president of the council, is Eric. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I can live with an Eric. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see the names. They gotta have oh supporters. I need a Frank. Yeah, I, I'm not seeing resources that boy they're pretty pretty skeptical and uh pretty sketch pretty sus and not have uh i'm not i'm not seeing a, a council i'm only seeing mr eric mittenhall mittenthal mm. that's the name um that's pretty badass last name. but uh wieners are sold in 10 packs because of the weight of the meat uh sandwich rolls often come in packs of eight because the buns are baked in clusters of four pans designed to hold eight rolls but 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 let let's put an end to this. Why don't you make something that can put ten ten buns or have the evenness between the both? Get twelve. Add twelve buns. Twelve twelve dogs. I got a better idea for you. Um, hit me. To start comboing hot dogs and hot dog buns in one package. I'm sure any hot dog company can get a sponsorship or get a brand collaboration with a bun company right like uh, like i understand the hot dogs have to be cold but the buns can be frozen and you just dethaw the buns that's really not hard just package them i'll tell you what heinz would make a ton of money if heinz started making hot dog rolls not and hamburger buns start packaging them together world domination literally (laughs) i think that's called uh a monopoly (laughs) but you know whatever we'll bypass that I mean, hey, there's there's the Amazons and the apples of the world. So <laughs> that, that is true. That's... Also, this is not much different from my pillowcase idea at all. In what way? Because you had to change the size of the pillow to get more people to buy the pillowcases. This is the exact same thing. Changing the <laughs> packaging of hot dogs to equal the packaging of hot dog buns. That's really not much different. Sure. Sure. <laughs> now, Matt, reality being... And I know all of us want to put an end to this inconsistency with the Batman and Robin combo. Yep. The, uh, uh, I was trying, the Matt and Mike 
of foods the uh lime uh, and tequila the the rick and, and morty also salt. the rick and morty yep the um i'm trying to think of all these beavis names beavis and but butthead beavis and butthead um Sha- Shaq and Kobe. Shaq and Kobe. Shaq and Kobe. Yep. That's a great example. <laughs> um, the um, Obama and Biden. Sure. Okay. Yep. Obama, Biden. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm done trying to think of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm done too. That's, that, was, <laughs> that, was, that was a lot for a Sunday. <laughs> uh, but Matt, reality being, you can get an even amount of hot dogs and buns on a purchase. It is possible. What you need to do is you need to buy four bags of hot dogs sold in 10 packs, and then you must purchase five bags of rolls with eight rolls per bag. And that adds up to 40 hot dogs and 40 hot dog buns. It's bullshit. People's OCD is probably going out the window right now. (laughs) 40 hot dogs. You'll need a lot of ketchup. (laughs) That's an American. It's just a lot. And, like, some people just don't, like, they don't like hot dogs. And, like, that's okay. I know hot dogs is, like, a certain thing that you have to like. Um, But you just, for the common common man, the common folk, get us a bun and a hot dog that matches up equally. It's just common math. Like, this is, like, third grade math. I buy eight hot dogs. How many buns do I need? Eight. Why would you put a pack of 10 in there? I don't know. This is, this is crazy. Let me see. Matt, your final thoughts on um, the hot dogs. The only thought I had um, in this, uh, the Heinz quote that this guy had, he should have said, we know there must be a better way. <sighs> that would have been funny. Yeah. That does sound funny. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why that was the, my final thought. Uh, I'm trying to find how how much how much of the uh, peti- oh, here we go petition Heinz hot dog packed. They are at the time of this recording. Oh, they're still at what I recorded at over twenty eight thousand. It's twenty eight thousand nine hundred eighty nine. So, if you want to, you can go to change.org. It is the Heinz hot dog packed. You can go ahead and sign it. Um, be a part of the supporters. Uh, you know, it's funny. I'd like to know where they're sending this petition to. Um, because that's a good question. That's usually they, they, they have it right. Like they, I don't think they, this is going to cross, come across uh president Biden's desk. I don't think so, it but should, I'm trying to, but I'm trying to see. Cause it usually say it usually says like, Oh, we want to, we're going to take this petition to. Right. <laughs> Here's somebody. It's un-American to have this imbalance of wieners to buns. Every last wiener deserves to be stuffed into a bun. Plain mm. and simple. Don't crush my Bonk. soul and make me put the last two wieners on bread. What a savage survival situation this reminds me of. Who are right. we? Plebeian, no. Neanderthals, even the cavemen <laughs> agree. Match the carbs and the protein. All right, now that guy may have took it a step too far. That is upsetting, though, when you have to use bread. As, uh, yes! as one that does suck but you can also just use a single slice of bread well no you can't do that because then you have an uneven amount of bread for a sandwich 
I should have pulled this up earlier. That again. We have <laughs> read that again, please. No, I need to read another one. Okay. We have ten commandments. Doesn't it make sense to have ten buns for ten dogs? <laughs> makes no sense. Oh my god! All right, these people are taking it a little too far. We all have a responsibility to right the wrongs in the world. <laughs> And then someone was like, I totally agree. And the lengths should match it also. Dude, <laughs> just get bigger right. buns. Yeah. You can, so, you can sometimes there's that. Different you get jumbo dogs. You get <laughs> many dogs. Oh, my God. Plea- pl- we, plebeian Neanderthals. You know what would really make this change happen? Joey Chestnut needs to get involved. Joey, yes, Joey Chestnut needs to, needs to go on Capitol Hill and advocate for equal amount of hot dog buns and hot dogs. And meanwhile, eat the amount, eat 10 dogs and 10 buns and just see how easy it is. Like, right. he literally has cooked, cooked dogs and he has ready buns. Just being that person to put them together, eat it, put it together, eat it 10 times and not have anything left over. Or to even make a better situation, have the regular standard packaging, the 12 dogs and 10 buns, and then literally stand there with the two dogs and being like, is this what you want? Is this what you want me to do? You want me to just eat dogs <laughs> then then talk about the starving children that don't have food we're wasting all this food yada 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 he's got to use his power for good i can see this happening matt <laughs> i hope so oh man again change.org uh the heinz hot dog pact uh we're gonna take a quish quick quish a quish commercial quiche a quiche commercial break <laughs> a whoosh <laughs> uh and when we come back it's time for space jam everybody Let's say you start a podcast, or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, Solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to Solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into the sports topics we have for you all today. Mike has alluded to it. We are going to review Space Jam, A New Legacy, featuring the one and only LeBron James. LeBron James. Um, so we both watched it this past weekend. came out last Friday. Uh, there are going to be spoilers. So yes. I will give everybody who doesn't want to hear spoilers, if you haven't seen it yet, I'll give you two seconds to fast forward. To, I don't know. Maybe the end? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just fast forward, and if we're still talking about it, fast forward a little more. So here's right. two seconds. Okay. Okay. Space Jam, Space Jam <laughs> a new legacy. Um, Mike, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I, mm, okay, I can agree with you. Um, but I, I have a lot of points as to what I felt. Uh, I think the one thing that we as basketball fans will have the hardest time is 
agreeing well no i shouldn't say that we're gonna spend so much time comparing space jam to space jam a new legacy uh i one moment before we actually talk it it was funny how uh, i was telling jen i'm like oh i'm watching space jam because we're gonna review for the podcast and she's like didn't you say space jam 2 was like in the works like a year ago and i'm like yeah and i said here we are watching it and how crazy it is now that we finally watched it after that was us being in quarantine and just seeing the jersey and all the stuff it, it was crazy um but yeah um i think we're gonna have a hard time because we are comparing mm-hmm. and you know i think the bigger question out of this out of them all is is it a sequel or is it its own, or is it its own movie with its own brand uh i think it's a sequel because it's like star wars a new hope this is right. like a new hope, and this mm-hmm. is a new legacy, and right. it's Space Jam, and it's the Looney Tunes. The fact that the Looney Tunes are in it too, I think that it's it's definitely a sequel. Yeah, agreed. How was that? Um, <laughs> let's just get this out of the way. It was not better than the original. It was not. Okay. Um, uh, let's just start. I, I we both took notes while we watched it. Um, we watched it through HBO Max. Um, the the intro. The like minute long LeBron James highlight tape was weird. I thought it was cool. I thought it was very much like, "Hey, look at LeBron! Like, yeah, this is what LeBron's doing." I don't remember. Did they do that in the original Space Jam for MJ? I think they did. Okay, uh, that makes more sense. Um, the the jokes. Uh, let's focus on the jokes first, or, or well, I'll let you choose. Do you Let's, want to focus on the basis of the movie, or do you want to dive into like the nitty gritty? Uh, I, I, okay. To to kind of get oh, I, my my nitty gritty will cover the basis of the movie as a whole. I think that the movie as the whole had the same concept as the original movie. Like there was something on the line. And then the actual basketball game as a whole, they were losing. And then they came back to win at the last second. Like, there's a lot of concepts that are still there that was like, okay, I know what's going to happen next. Something cool is going to happen. Yes. Yeah, I I will say the first 20 minutes, I hated it. Absolutely hated the beginning of the movie. And then it did get progressively better once, like, the Looney Tunes got involved and all that stuff. Um... How did you feel about them going into the internet? Okay, so I, uh, uh, that was one of my things. Um, back compared, and I, this is probably, I did what I did like, it's the serververse. I guess that's what they called it, the mm-hmm. serververse. I enjoyed the crossovers that they had. So they had DC, they had Harry Potter, like they had all these things that, like, as a child, like, literally saw the mask court sidelined watching the game. Like, yeah, it wasn't Jim Carrey himself, but it was the reference that it was the mask. Um, obviously, one of my favorite movies of all. Uh, Matt, Game of Thrones, too. You saw Game of Thrones that were there, too. And you're shaking your head, so you're disagreeing with me on this. <laughs> they were so weird. Like they It was make, weird, but it was funny. It sense. Like, it did Rogan it. the Dragon from Game of Thrones being in Space Jam makes no sense. <laughs> Pennywise the Clown Just being courtside at the game made absolutely... Pennywise the Clown should not even be considered to be put in a kid's movie. That was <laughs> that was bizarre. 
uh, LeBron acting like he was in Hufflepuff was weird. I <laughs> I didn't like that too much. I don't know why. I understand they were in like the the Warner Brothers server. Yeah, but I just felt like it was like forced on you, and I didn't really have like a good like King Kong. The weird joke about King Kong that mm-hmm. Algae Rhythm made, which, by the way, is just Algae Rhythm, really. Don Cheadle, <laughs> or 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 War Machine, as I kept calling him in the movie. <laughs> Why was Don Cheadle a villain? He was a bad villain. He was he a bad not, villain. He was. He did not play a good villain. He played a very bad role. Yeah, I didn't love the little cameos. The superhero yeah. stuff I was okay with, but like that Game of Thrones, that was just weird. It, I think I think it was just a way for people to bring in popularity. Um, I'm going to just take a comment based on and I and I thought this I disagree with this comment, but with the Star Wars, like with the Ray Skywalker um, episodes, they wanted to keep old fans in, so they brought in Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, C3PO, R2D2, Chewbacca. Uh, Princess Leia. They brought all those people in, which made sense based on the, the the chronological time. But that's what kept old fans in. Looking at it from that perspective, I enjoyed it because I remember seeing all this stuff as a kid. Um, you know, Matt. I kind of just continuing on with some of the discussion. Yep. Comparison to Space Jam and the Space Jam. I'm going to just say Space Jam too. Um, yep. The first movie and the second movie. What I noticed in the first movie, comparison to the second movie, is that all the Looney was kept in Looneyville or Looney Tunes in the area, whereas the real world was the real world. I think I had a very hard time being like, really? This is what happened? So they had this magical explosion that led LeBron into the Warner Brothers serververse in the real world. I would have accepted it if it was in like the server verse itself and doing all those things. But it was just too much for me that I was like, why is this happening in the real world? Like they sucked everybody in who tuned in to that game, the overall basketball game. I'm like, come on guys. Like I get 21st century technology. Like, yeah, we could do this, but I, I, I didn't appreciate the, 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 the crossover of, I called it kept, kept Looney and Looney Tunes and not in the real world. Like Michael Jordan, when he was sucked in through that golf, golf hole, um, he was in Looney Tunes. Like, and, and he, that, that was his place. Whereas the real world was the real world. It kept it that way. Like there was a very distinct line between it all. It was weird. And you know what else was weird? I couldn't tell if Algae Rhythm was a real person or not. Uh, like based on his character, yeah. Like he, well, like he was in, well, he was in the real world for at, in the beginning, right? Was he in that meeting? He was not. He was the animated character, like on the screen. I thought like he was when in LeBron that was doing the pitch. He That's was, what it was. But it was right. weird because he kind of like sucked. He had like a part of like Lamb getting in. It was I couldn't comprehend if he was in the real world and he also was in the serververse, or if he was like two different things. That was very confusing to me. I didn't. I didn't, I, it was a hard time understanding it. And then he had like too much control over things. I, I didn't like yeah. that part. I didn't like Don Shields' role in this. You know what else was very hard for me to, to not comprehend, but for me just to accept? What? LeBron's acting. <laughs> Bad. Not a good um, actor. What's, what's worse is that LeBron, uh, give LeBron credit where credit's due. Like LeBron is a very, uh, let's say outgoing uh, character 
in the real world. I don't want to say model, but like, you know, he's so out there. Like his social media presence is ridiculous. His, you know, his community stuff is great. They had to put actors as Bronny, <laughs> his two yeah. sons, and his wife. And I'm like, I can't accept that a wife is now portraying the role <laughs> as LeBron's wife. I could not accept that. I, just because of how much we see LeBron's family in his social media. And I was just like, no. I'm like, and they were going to sleep together. I'm like, no. I was like, it's not supposed to happen. <laughs> so my only thought with that is I don't know if they could use the kids. Because at the time, if they would have went to college and would have gotten paid for that. Right. I don't know if that would make sense. Just still, I still could not accept it, which that was hard for me. And it was also funny on Twitter. People were like, oh, look at LeBron using his privilege to get his kids in the movie. And people were like, you idiot. His <laughs> you kids weren't in the movie. <laughs> that was kind I mean, of funny. I had to I had to look up casts. Like when I was, you know, when I was sitting there. I was like, okay, like, let me look at the cast. And I was like, Bronny James? And it's like not played by Bronny James. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, th- I was like, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Um, LeBron looks soft, like seemed very soft in the movie. Uh, it was it, like I said, it was very tough to get over LeBron's acting. Are you surprised that they made him look like a really bad father for most of the movie? Yes. That he's was not. That was, he's no, amazing. He's a very good father. He's a very good is, father. I was very surprised. Like until like the second half of the game, he was like a dick to his son. Was the whole time. And like, yeah, he was trying to like build a squad to get him back. But he was a dick to the Looney Tunes. He was just a dick for like 70% of this movie, which was very bizarre. Let's let's admit when um, they were at halftime. Uh, okay, two pieces. The first, the first being that it was really focused more on the kid than it was mm-hmm. on LeBron. Like mm-hmm. back the first Space Jam, like it was all Michael. And, my, you know, I, I watched a few clips before we got on today. I was like, okay, let me just get myself in the mindset of what Space Jam looked like. I was like... Michael actually acted well. Like, they gave him parts that, like, you know, he was able to focus on, and then he was able to execute, and they were good. Um, It just felt like the story, they tried revolving around the story around his family, and nothing ever gets in the way of family. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Good old Vin Diesel reference there. Uh, (laughs) um, But, so that, like, it was very focused on the whole family aspect, rather than LeBron as the player and the game of basketball, and then two, oh, what I thought was funny was at halftime, yes. Sylvester, Sylvester came in, he goes, I brought in Michael Jordan, and I'm like, no way. I said they could not put LeBron and Michael in the same, quote, room as possible, and then it was Michael B. Jordan, which I think was ten times funnier that they brought in a Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> that was one of the two times I actually laughed out loud laughing. That was hysterical. <laughs> I'll save the other part for for the jokes part. Um, LeBron like wasn't even highlighted in the game. The, he like, wasn't. the actual game itself. He had like three highlights, which was also weird. I did like the fact that like they played the kids' video game and like that mm-hmm. was the style of basketball. That part I was okay with. I was okay with that. Why did we not see any of the the goon squads at the end of the movie? Like Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, like what? Oh, you mean post? Yeah, they should have been in the post game in the real world. Like, oh, what happened? Yeah, that was a missed opportunity. Like Mm -hmm. they, they, they didn't get like any FaceTime. I thought that was a little odd. Um, what else do I have? I have so much. (laughs) Some of the so let's just get into the jokes. Yeah. 
Some of them were very forced. He, I, I felt like every joke was directed to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I know. Like, Don, like too many jokes. Don Cheadle, he's like, oh, you hop teams. Like, watch out, Lakers. Yeah. And uh, when he said that the Cavs could have used Superman, like, he just roasted the Cavaliers so yeah. much. The Kevin then, Hart joke was so forced. I'm, I'm that was than bad. Kevin Hart. I was like, uh-huh. really? Like, you really had to put that in there? Like, that was <laughs> that was bad. Any other jokes stand out to you? Um, yo, Porky Pig lowing, throwing down some wines, some words. That was the best part of the movie. That was the what second the time I laughed. When they said Notorious P.I.G., P-I-G. <laughs> I lost it. That was hysterical. Um, I did like, at the end, um, so... Big spoiler here. Um, I I I kind of was uh, somewhat minimal emotional when um, Bugs Bunny took on the glitch for mm-hmm. the game um, to give his team the opportunity to win, and then he like blew up, and then he like turned into sparkles, and he ra- rose up to the heavens. I was like, dude, why you gotta do that? Like, and then of course the full circle joke of being like, I'm a loony. You can't like you can't get rid of me. I thought that was pretty cool. I also thought it was weird at the end that Bugs Bunny was in the real world. Yes. Like you said, it was hard to separate the real world from Looney Tune world. Looney Tune world. Bugs Bunny ended up in the real world. Like and he was made... just casually out there. Yes. Like that made no sense. Walking through. And then at the end, he's like, he's like, oh, can I stay for Taco Tuesday? And LeBron's like, Taco Tuesday. I was like, all right. Like, because <laughs> yeah. he hasn't done Taco Tuesday in a while. He has not. He has not. Um, the other funny joke that I had, the last one, was when he roasted Anthony Davis's eyebrows. <laughs> Man, why got too much? Why got like your eyebrows look like they're having a hug right now or something <laughs> like that? That was funny. I liked I I liked the the concept behind Damian Lillard, like Dante yes. time. That was, I mean, Hold he's up. fast. What, Wait, Dame. What? What? Dame? Dame. Sorry, my words Dame? are going all Dame Yikes. time. Dame time. Yeah. Yes. That Dame. was that was awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, Spanish. Uh, Spanish for three years. Dame means give me. <laughs> I did uh, the first like five seconds of that. Like I saw three, two, one. I was like, wait, why is it going so slow? Like it should be three. And but I was he's like, just oh, wait. that fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, I thought Diana Taurasi snake character was okay. Yeah. Um, I needed more Clay Thompson. I yeah. Uh, I feel like they featured him like the very first possession, and like that was it. It was live Anthony Davis, which I get. Um, I can't. Th- I I always forget the name of the the second WNBA player that was in it. Uh, uh well, can Ogum- we talk about Ogumuale? Ogumuale, I think. Yeah, but can uh, we talk about that they actually brought in Ernie Johnson to do the play by play? Yeah, that was cool. His that was cool. his rapper, I can't remember his the rapper that was with him either. He did a really good job. He did a good job. Is it Arike Ogumbawale? I think. I don't know. Yeah. I, I liked her character a lot. The spider, I thought she did pretty good. Yeah. Um, the game itself, LeBron sort of passed that to his kid in the corner for three. <laughs> that, yeah. That was the easiest. Mm-hmm. If he wanted, it, they focused so much on the kid succeeding, and then the kid just threw the power up, and LeBron jumped up for the dunk. LeBron should have passed it to the kid. That, that yeah. would have been the perfect ending to the movie. You know where I could have seen that fault? Like, why they didn't do it? Because that would have just shown that, like, LeBron's son has the potential to be a great basketball player. But what the whole overall movie was, they wanted to do 
him the way he wants to do himself. Um, so like that E3 camp, like by him throwing the power up, understanding that he can throw the power up is what made him be his own way. Like, I think that's okay. why that was that was the case. But I was totally expecting a corner three. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, poor Mike Breen somehow coming in and just yelling, bang! Like, <laughs> that would have been funny. Like, uh, James, after corner, his three-pointer. <laughs> the, only thing, the only reason I wanted him to get three is because, like, Don Cheadle was such a dick to him. And then he switched teams. Like, that would have been an ultimate, like, F you, dude. Like, I just trained this three and beat you. Or also LeBron throwing it up and him dunking it on Don Cheadle. Right. That would have been cool, too. I also did like, and I know we saw in the preview, I also did like with uh, the, um, the well, it was Lola Bunny, but Lola throwing it up to LeBron and doing the D-Wade, hands up that in the air. Cool. Like, that was a cool nod. That was that cute. Was cool. <laughs> um, so, overall, uh, oh, we got to talk about, we're, we're going to get the, the NBA Finals real quick. Right. The graphic they showed when Le- LeBron was at Game 5 of the Finals. They showed a graphic of LeBron, and I saved. <laughs> I saved the tweet. It's it's phenomenal. They LeBron James and the not Lakers star nope. star of Space Jam: A New Legacy. Thirty one. They actually showed this on TV. Thirty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Four point one out of ten on IMBD, and thirty eight percent on Metacritic. Why would you put those stats up there? That's terrible. You just roasted so, them. So then, does that technically count that LeBron made it to an NBA Finals because he was there? <laughs> mm, or did Looney Tunes carry him to the finals? Yeah. People are asking. People are asking. Uh, Maybe. Let's rate it out of 10. What do you give it? Mm, I'd say a 7. Um, I would say like 5.5. Five 5.5? And five and yeah. I really did not like the first 20 minutes. I was like, this is awful. And then it did get better. Yeah, the Looney Tunes really did save the movie. They did. Yes, which I, it's a kid movie they're supposed to. I mean, if we're all looking at how LeBron won NBA titles, they had some help yes. along the way. So, <laughs> uh, the other funny character was the guy Malik, who like lost the James family. He was <laughs> like hysterical. his agent. His agent. Yes. Yeah, he was hysterical. I loved him. Take loved me, him. <laughs> take me. Yes. So LeBron was at Game Five of the NBA Finals. Um, pain and suffering. As a Suns fan, um, Bucks are up three two. So by the time this episode comes out, the finals will be over. Mike, I texted you after the game that I think it was over, and then like twenty minutes later, <laughs> I was like, "No, it's going seven games." <laughs> you watched Game Five. What were your thoughts? Game Five. Okay, I'm just like thinking to myself. I'm like, I watched Game Four and Game Five. Yes. Um, you know, Matt, I I. I am obviously rooting for the Suns because obviously you are the Suns fan. Um, I thought they did better than game five. Um, I think they came out in game five way too hot in the beginning. And then they lost all the steam at the end. And that's what took them on. They were very sparingly with their quote energy. And that's what became such a close game. Um, you know, I remember you texting me like the last quarter and you're like, oh, well, it's over. And then it was only by three. And we're like, well, there we still have a chance. <laughs> it was one point game at one point. Yeah, it was one point game. Um, I mean, Bucks just could not miss in game f- five. It, I mean, I did not see a possession going down the court where they so they either had a turnover 
or they made a bucket. They never had a second chance opportunity because they either went in or they just never had a chance for an open shot. Like yeah. it was one or the other, and it was more so the latter. It was it was a shot made in that scenario. Um, it, Booker, I, you can't stop the man. That he's he's twenty four. Twenty four years old. Yeah, I. Averaging, he's I think, gonna like thirty points, uh, five rebounds, four assists on like forty percent shooting, thirty five percent from three, and like eighty seven percent at the line. Now again, this is NBA. So if he's healthy, I see when LeBron fades out, he's going to be the one that's like, that's going to be the one you're looking at as far as like fans. He's got the killer instinct. I think this is actually a true stat. I'm going to Google this, but I'm going to say it first because I think it's true. I think he's already tied for the NBA record for most buzzer beaters in NBA history in the regular season. That's a thing? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's the NBA. Oh, it's ESPN. It's sports overall. So you have those weird stat lines. Um, yeah, I, I was very impressed of how Booker played. That was probably the first time I've ever seen Booker play in a, in a decent amount of games. Um, very impressed. Uh, Chris Paul, on the other hand, I mean, CP3 is doing his own thing. CP3 um, made the shots when it was needed. He played and, much better in game five than game four. Yeah. For a veteran point guard like himself, like it was kind of weird seeing him turn over the ball so much in game five. So I'm hoping that's not uh, an idea in game six. Okay. So I forgot Michael Jordan existed. So he has. <laughs> um, but so why I think it's going seven. The Suns deserved to lose game three. They did. They played bad. Right. Game four, they played better and lost a close game with a bad Chris Paul. Game five, they should have won. They played an all around good game. I don't see them. They, they haven't lost four straight games all season. And I don't see Drew Holiday shooting 11 for 14 again. Now, people are going to say role players play better at home, but in game four, Drew Holiday was like four for 20. Right. Um, they played much better defense on Chris Middleton in this game. I texted you right from jump. Mikhail, like their defense, they were up in his face. Like game mm-hmm. four, they were letting him take that mid-range jumper. Game five, they really got up in his face. Now, this is the conversation I texted you we were going to have this. The defense. The defense for both teams I thought were very good. Yeah. But I think the Bucks did a better job of adjusting to it. So I think to be a good defensive NBA team, you have to be able to switch. You have to right. be able to guys that can switch the pick and roll. For those that don't know what that is, if a guy sets a screen, a switch is the defender who is defending the, the guy who sets the screen, now guards the guy with the ball, and vice versa, the defender guarding the guy with the ball, now defends the screener. If you're playing man-to-man defense. Right. <laughs> um, the Suns are very good, and uh, the Bucks are too, at manipulating switches to get a mismatch a mismatch which yes. is which again is when there is either a large player going up as a short player or vice versa where the large right. player gets the ball and goes up against a short person <laughs> or even like every time pat Connaughton, pat Connaughton for the boxes guarding devin booker it's an easy bucket however this is where mismatches can come in in a, in a, a bad way for an offense the suns every time like in the second quarter when the bucks made that run to get back into the game the Suns completely got out of their offense and were just going for that mismatch. Right. Like they were just feeding the ball to Booker, making sure they got Connaughton on him and letting him go to the basket. Now, it worked a lot of the times, but it got everybody else out of the offense that when Booker went out of the game, 
the Bucks just made a huge run, got back into the game. So switching is very important, and the Bucks and Suns are in the finals because they're very good at switching. But on offense, you have to be smart to realize you can't just manipulate the defense all the time. You do still have to run your offense, if that makes sense. Yes, like you can't, you like you either have to have a play implemented where you can do a switch. I mean, that's you're you're breaking down fundamentals of running a play if you're just trying to go for the mismatch. If you're just going for a pick and like every time it was always a pick and roll, but then if you had the mismatch, it was this. Like it was audible. It was very much so fundamental, but you know it wasn't true play happening. It was okay. Let's get the mismatch and then let's see if Devin Booker could either drive, kick, or or make a three. And I I I feel like. I was very, um, our team was very uh, strict in running plays. Like it was never like an audible at all where I was like, oh, open three. Okay, shoot it. Like even though you had an open three, like if it wasn't you, if it was your first time shooting it, like you were passing to continue the play. Um, you know, I think the the switches on the other hand, what I also saw too was how dominant, and I think we were talking about this, how dominant Giannis was in driving to the hoop and having a kick out. Um I mean, that's that's just simple basketball as far as you having the opportunity. You either score by driving to layup or you're kicking it out for a three or right. a mid, mid-range jumper. Um, that is just absolutely dangerous, especially when you have it going and people can't miss. Yeah, and the Bucks weren't missing and the Suns just kept, kept over-helping. Like right. The guys in the corner just kept helping too much. At some point, let Giannis get the two. And save yourself a point. Like the Bucks were making everything in the second and third quarter, but they kept like over helping on Giannis. And at some point, you just got to let, like, Giannis right. is going to get 30, 40 points. Mm-hmm. Let him do that. Don't let the other guys beat you. Yeah. And yeah. you notice that no one was doubling Booker. Yeah. Even though he was doing ridiculous. Right. Yes. Uh, 40 straight points in back to back games. Um, so I, I still think Suns at seven. Um, so this finals will be over by the time this podcast comes out. So yeah, I can't do that in one hand. <laughs> six, oh, okay. Let, I, I showed um, Suns in four and then I counted up to seven. I'm like, oh, Suns in seven. <laughs> let's predict uh finals MVP for both teams. Let's, if the Bucks win. Ooh, yeah. Now we're getting into, See, we're getting here's into some the competition. Thing. It's, it's a hundred percent going to be Giannis. Yeah. But who's the runner up? Like who would be like in competition? I think it should be Chris Middleton. I think it should be too. Because he's closing out every single win they have. Mm-hmm. Like he's the guy is like Giannis is making the drives, but when they need a bucket, they do Middleton. pick and roll with Middleton and Giannis. See, Middleton is playing phenomenal. If it's the Suns, it's Booker. It's definitely Just, Booker. Hand down. <laughs> Hands down. Unless Chris Paul be, goes off for like uh, yeah. three points. It would be nice to see Chris Paul get a finals MVP, but God damn, Devin Booker. <laughs> He's just nuts. <laughs> I, I I love watching him play. Like I you know, I can understand why you're such a big Suns fan with with him being a player. And uh yeah, I I don't see it, it's very uncontested with the Suns. Yeah, people say the Midrange game is dead, not with the Suns. No, with the Suns. Chris Paul and Devin Booker eat up. I will say that last play, uh, the turnover, the holiday steal that led to the honest dunk. Booker sort of at the when he was at the free throw line, he had a little bit of separation, sort of pulled up there, but mm. he made the choice. Whatever. Um, real quick before we move on to our end segment, Mike, today at this release of this podcast, the Olympics are happening. 
So the Olympics are back. Tokyo 2020, I believe they're calling it. Uh, so get ready for the Olympics music all day, every day. So what I thought we would do is just real quick talk about some Olympic sports we're looking forward to for this summer. Mike, let's start off with this. Did you know that in this Olympics, there was not only regular basketball, there was 3v3 basketball? Yes, I remember us talking about that last year as far as it being, uh, uh, what do you call it, that being a possibility for it. That's, that's exciting. I, I'm pretty hyped for that. I don't know if it's actually NBA, like if they're using the same NBA rosters or, or what, but I'm very excited because that's something we don't get to see a lot in like actual competition. Uh, another one too, uh, football. Uh, it's soccer. So- yes. Yeah. It just, it's, <laughs> it's spelled football. <laughs> yeah. I thought that too. I was like, no, oh, I, yeah, they Sorry. need to spell it football. Yes, football, F-U-T-D-O-L. Uh, baseball and softball are back for the first time. That's that should be interesting. Even though no major league players are going, which is kind of odd. Um, I, everyone loves swimming competitions. Yeah, I feel like that is right next to track and field as being like uh, a Olympic athlete's like dominance. Like if we had to just bear down bare bone minimum to like what two events should we host to show Olympic greatness? It would be track and well, track and field, whether it's hundred meter sprint, hundred meter dash, or swimming. I feel like those are the two big things that that are kind of the top of the chain as far as like people wanting to compete. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the one American athlete everyone can like get around is Katie Ledecky, mm-hmm. the swimmer. She's just she's phenomenal. She's she's she like. Is. She's going to be the, the new Michael Phelps of, of swimming. She's just incredible. Um, what other sports I'm trying to see? Badminton's fun to play. I don't think I would watch it in the Olympics. Are, are these uh, the ones you're looking forward to watching? Yeah, I just have a list, but we have ones, pretty much ones we're looking forward to. Uh, gymnastics. I was just going to say, I'm like... I've, no? No, yes. Like, oh, okay. uh, I, like, I've... Simone Biles, the... The goat, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> she might be the best athlete on the on the face of the earth. Right. They, now. We were watching the trials. We were watching the Olympic trials. Like Jenna and I. Jenna was actually a, a gymnast um, before she became a NARP. Um, just yeah, complimented your girlfriend. Yeah, just roasted her. On, on, on <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, they were saying that Simone was doing stuff that no other american athlete or any other athlete can do period and she was doing them mediocre like she was doing things that were so extreme that she's performing them mediocrely that no one else can how do you how do you balance that like you can't you can't balance that out ever she's just insane um let's see what else do you have any others off the top of your head uh, I mean, I would say basketball, but for crying out loud, our American team—do we suck? Crap! Yeah. Yes. Are we bad at basketball? I maybe people uh-huh. are asking, <laughs> or is it just we don't know how to build the team because they just put a bunch of star players on there yeah. with like no role? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really, yeah, that's that's tough. Um, volleyball is always fun to watch too. Love volleyball. That's like we think like college all college volleyball players are good those 
volleyball players are insane and how high you can almost jump over the freaking net like some people can it's ridiculous (laughs) um table tennis olympic table tennis is so fun to watch (laughs) so fun uh i had another one where was it water polo i don't understand water polo but it's cool to watch it's insane game yes um, so Olympics do start this Friday. Well, technically they start on the 21st, but the opening ceremony is on Friday. We'll be watching a lot of it. We'll be talking about it. And that concludes the sports topics we have for you all today. It is time for buy or sell. Mike, I will allow you to go first, my good friend. Okay. Well, I'm just going to start off with a buy after that uh, that nice uh, introduction. Um, bye, bye, I want to buy... I want to buy friendship. Mm. Um, Matt was nice and letting me utilize his HBO Max account um, for me to watch Space Jam: The Legacy, and it was, you know, Matt has come in clutch. Matt, that's my plug. Let's put it that way. Matt's my plug for a lot of, as odd as this is, a lot of live streaming material. <laughs> I mean, you know, grateful for ESPN. Um, TNT was another one that we got. Yeah. Um, so I've just been very grateful now HBO Max. So it's just So anytime I ask you how you watch Space Jam, the new legacy, you just say, I know a guy. Yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> and if you guys want to, his username and pat <laughs> Oh, disavow. <laughs> um and then God man, I want to sell rain. Holy crap. Yeah. So much rain. Yeah. Um awful. There was a statistic that I heard from somewhere that all of July, we're on, well, July 18th at the time of this recording, um, and I'm sure it will rain much more. Uh, Since July, there has only been three days that we have not collected any rain of some type of measurement. Even if it's just a little, like, that counts. It's been raining a lot. And, like, you know, basic white people would say, oh, we needed this rain. There's too much rain now. There, You can't do that right. anymore. There's so much rain. Why more rain? Like, right. we had thunderstorm warnings. We had thunderstorm. We had tornado warnings. Um, I had a flood watch last night during the weekend. I'm like, dude, stop. Like, I, I, I want sun. I'm okay with the rain. But they're just too much, man. It ruins your week, too, because you have stuff planned. Like, I had to literally sprint for a photography session and a video session because I didn't want my talent wet. Like, I didn't want them, I didn't want poured rain. Like, it'd be kind of cool photo shoot to, like, do it in the rain, but I don't think my person who wanted to would want to be in the rain for nope. their graduation photo shoot. So, it's just so much rain, man. And that's... Yeah, there does it. come to a point where, like, yes, we do need some rain. And, like, it's always, oh, we needed this rain. But then it's like, okay, more. yeah, enough's enough. Mm-hmm. Like even in your when you're at work, like I don't want to have to take an umbrella to go from my car to the office. It's just enough. Like some, and it's July. Like after 2020, we all wanted to have fun this summer, resp- uh, responsibly still. But like, damn it, stop raining! Like I'm trying <laughs> to have some fun. I was able to golf on last Friday, thankfully. Yeah, but I mean, come on, like it's not, geez. I would like to have one homestand at work where we don't have to put the tarp on the field. Is that too hard to ask? Is that too hard to ask? I don't think it is. Um, So yeah, that's my buy and sell for today. Alrighty. Uh, I have two of each. I will start with buy. I am buying Karma. Uh, There was a Yankees fan at the Red Sox-Yankees game on Saturday. 
that got thrown out of the game for throwing a ball at a Red Sox player on the field. And he was banned for life. So you get what you deserve, buddy. Yeah. I really don't understand fans that just think because they pay a lot of money to sit close to their players that they can do whatever they want. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it, we've we've seen Red Sox-Yankees rivalries so much, and we've seen people throw home run balls back into the field but never hit, make contact with a player. That's just dumb. You could get somebody really hurt. Yes. Aaron Boone actually said, I don't know if you saw that, said after the game he hopes he's in jail. That's yeah, which I, he, I don't know if he actually did go to jail, but I hope he did too. I am also buying short shorts. What? Because short shorts are back, baby. They You're wearing all them? all the way back. Well, yes. Yeah. Short shorts are back. It's a, bit, it's a new thing. Like, everyone's wearing short shorts. We had that time in, like, middle school, high school, where, like, long shorts were the thing. And, like, if you had your Below shorts above knees. your knee, like, <laughs> you, you were, like, weird. And now everyone's just wearing short shorts again. They're just, they're having a moment in 2021. That's, I bought uh, some new swim trunks. I know this is total. I was thinking of like the short ones, but I'm like, no, I want the comfortable ones. They're flamingo ones. (laughs) You can't go wrong with flamingo. I I was wearing them. I looked at them. I'm like, I was like, okay, back in the day, I'd probably say I look like a freaking goof. But now I'm like, I don't care. These are cool. I want to wear them. (laughs) Exactly. Bright colors are in. Flamingo shorts are in. Short shorts are back. Um, uh, let's go to sell. I am selling any fun watching the Pittsburgh Steelers this season. So it's not going to be a fun season. Um, any Steelers fans out there who lost Barkey's pouncey to retirement. Uh, David Castro was surprise release. So the offensive line is not going to be good. I don't expect the Steelers to be very good this season. Where the fun is coming out, Ben Roethlisberger is going on a diet. <laughs> And you know what? If the Steelers are going to suck, I want to watch fat Ben Roethlisberger on the football field. I don't want Ben Roethlisberger to be skinny. That's not Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger is fun because he's big, he's slow, he's fat, and people can't tackle him. Now now he's going to be like, well, he's not going to be fast. But like, <laughs> if they're going to suck, at least let us have some fun watching Big Ben's fat face out there. Oh, that's that's uh, okay. All right, you have your own fun there. <laughs> yeah, listen, I love Ben Roethlisberger, but some some like I don't want to. I don't think I'm going to like skinny Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> uh, and then finally, I am selling 2021 not being as bad as 2020. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, we had a sad, tragic passing over the weekend. Uh, Biz Markey has passed away at the age of Wait, 57. What? Yes. Yeah. Actually, yes, he's he actually passed away. Bismarcky. They did not release the uh cause of death. Uh for those that don't know Bismarcky, you may know his song Just a Friend. Oh baby. Baby you you, you got, got what I, what I need. need. Yeah, passed away at the and age of fifty seven. Holy crap, New York Times reported that shit. Yeah. Yep. What why didn't I see this? Very tragic. I'm going to play Just a Friend now as soon as we're done, yeah, we're done the podcast. You know what? This is your homework assignment, everybody. This weekend. Is, is this your, what do you yeah, call this, it? Your... This is rolling to my advice. Everybody <laughs> has to listen to Just a Friend by Bismarcky this weekend at least twice. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> yep. That's tough. Like, oh, Bismarcky was a staple for us back in college. Yes. He was. Every, yeah. 
every he's Thursday. still a staple now right <laughs> it, like just a friend is it, it's it's a song you can just play and everybody gets into it everybody and, and he even was if a great you don't, guy even if you don't know the words you literally know one part that everyone knows yes exactly. like it's like sweet caroline or it's like sweet caroline uh i want to dance with somebody by whitney houston come on eileen Yep. Like these are th- Mr. like Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. Um there's just oh, damn. That's yeah. young too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know he was that young too. I, on I top didn't of either. that. I really didn't either. Yep. So RAP Bismarcky gone too soon. Good lord. Yeah. Well, I hate that you broke the news to me, man. Uh the bonus one, I'm selling COVID nineteen. The variants. Um, uh, well, yeah, uh, and not because numbers are supposedly going up. Uh, Coco Goff, a young tennis star, just dropped out of the Olympics because she tested positive for COVID nineteen. Mm. So, damn. Yeah, that was a sad way to end the show. Shit. Well, uh, yeah, uh, make sure you follow us on social media. Um, you can find all of our social medias at solo.to slash funny business. Um, yeah, Matt, like he said, advice. Go listen to Just a Friend by Biz Marquee twice at least. Twice, yep. Um, because, yeah, it, you know, he deserves oh, baby, it. He does. Yeah. You know, it's he got us what we needed. Um, mm-hmm. And let's just say he was more than just a friend. Yeah, it's. I don't know how you want to. I don't know how you want to wrap it up, Matt. (laughs) Um, check in on your friends and family. Yeah, yeah. Give him a phone call. Very somber way to end the show. Didn't you say that a couple weeks ago? Yeah, but that was. That's not the advice. advice. Yeah, yeah. My advice now is listen to just a friend. <laughs> that we need to start we need to start coming up with with more social media content where you're now posting your advice now <laughs> i i've lost track of what i said i have no idea what i've said what i haven't i need to go back and check the tapes that's that's what you should do you should clip it and make it for advice for for the week that could work that could work amen to that brother <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well until the next time we'll see you all in the next episode stay safe everyone <laughs>